Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Heavyweights Podcast. In one corner, standing at six foot three, two hundred ninety pounds of solid chicken wings, Dustin Urban. And this corner at six foot seven, two hundred eighty pounds, the one, the only, Big Daddy Nick Klein. Welcome back to the Heavyweights Podcast. I'm Dustin Urban, and I'm here with my co-host Nick Klein. And this guy's still here, folks. We need these donations. We got Josh Reeves here as well. Uh, we're going to get into some, you know, kind of shitty news. Actually, Ron Rivera was diagnosed with a fo- some form of cancer. I can't pronounce it, so I'm not going to just sit here and butcher it. It's skin cancer. Right. But the technical term, good luck for me. Um, really sucks to hear, but you're still going to be able to coach. Yeah, carcinoma uh, cancer. It's very treatable. Uh, thank God, you know, he's going to be all right. He's going to be able to continue treatment and to be able to stay with his team throughout all this. So, you know, our thoughts and prayers are just out with Rivera and the Washington football team. You know, let's hope they can get past the other news that's hit them this week. Because after that, Dan Snyder, did you guys see what happened? Yeah, it keeps giving more shit, doesn't it? <laughs> all, these sexu- <laughs> all these sexual allegations, you know, and now it's been reported that in 2008, his cheerleaders went on one of those, like, Sports Illustrated swimsuit. Yeah, I heard about that. He requested um, basically a behind-the-scenes footage DVD put together of his people going around and videotaping these girls getting ready. Uh, you I'm know, sure he is the fucking weirdo. Peeping <laughs> Tom, 2008. Well, let's... <laughs> Washington's a shit show, and so is Dan Snyder. He needs, yeah, he needs to go away. It's too bad they can't force him to sell the team, but down the line they might. But let's move into some other news. Earl Thomas, he was released from the Ravens earlier this week, and you know he's got a lot of, you know, he's one of the best, if not the best, safety in the league. I think, I think Jamal Adams is the best safety in the league, but he's right there, you know, top three, one A. Or one B, whatever. But you know, where where do you guys think he's going to end up? Possible, where, or where's your best fit for him? And not only you know your best fit, but where do you think he'll end up? Because those might you know be different. Everyone's been talking about Dallas because that's where he prefers. He's not to going play. to Dallas. I understand that. They, a report came out that says he's probably not going. I think Cleveland would be the best fit because of the huge injury they lost this week and. Rookie uh, Grant Delpit, who tore his Achilles. Right. I think Cleveland is the best. No. They you think have, he's the best? You think that's the best? best fit? Well, where do you think he's going to go then? Cleveland. Okay. Go ahead, Urban. Well, I I mean, he can't. He's obviously not going back to Seattle. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that would be the best fit for me. You team him and fucking Adams. I don't care. You know, you oh. just team those two up at safety. They'll figure it out. But... I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see him be a fucking cardinal, personally. I think he'd and be good. Yeah, and then you throw Simmons down there and play linebacker. That'd be Ooh. pretty pretty nice. I don't know. I, I don't think he's going back to Dallas. You know, he's expressed that interest before Jerry Jones has. I don't think for once Jerry Jones is going to step in and just do whatever he wants. He's going to McCarthy back said he doesn't. Yeah, but well, that doesn't mean shit doesn't when mean it's shit. Jerry Jones. <laughs> but it might be a new. No, a I just era. think you know they probably think highly right now of Ha Clinton Dix. They're probably more focused on the defensive line right now after some of the injuries they've had. You know, to me that jumps off, and it's going to sound a little weird, even though they've stocked up and they're kind of stacked at secondary. Is the L.A. Chargers? Yeah. 
you know, Gus Bradley, who basically was the entire creator with Pete Carroll of the Legion of Boom there. He knows what he's going to get out of him. Yes, they brought in veterans. They're locked in with Desmond King. They brought in, um, what's his name from Denver? Um, uh, Clay Harris Jr. Clay, Clay Harris. You know, they're going to be... They're Chris good. Harris. Chris, Chris Harris. Harris. <laughs> they're they're going to be good. Yeah, if I you, think you team him with Derwin James, Jesus Christ. Quinn's still down in Atlanta. He's got that familiarity. And then one team, I, I know it doesn't make complete sense to some people, but they've got the money, they've got the history of investing. It would be the Colts. I, that or another team that's popping up to me that had a lot of people go out with COVID so they have all this money now, the Patriots. Because Chung set out this season, right. yes. And I honestly wouldn't I be surprised. All because uh, let's be, Earl Thomas isn't what he was. He's not – I know you guys both have him in his top three. I think that's on name alone. He did have an extremely down year last year. He had some highlight plays. But he's constantly been missing and covered. He's getting a step slower. He's still top six, seven in this league. He's just not the player he was four to five years ago. I think New England makes sense because we always say that when a player steps up, who's going to get the best out of him, especially with the history that Belichick has and their minds combined. Because Earl Thomas is a student of the game. We hear all these great things. You know, He usually just walks through practice all week, but he's always watching and listening. So he's going to keep going. So Belichick would make sense. But if I had my money on it, I think he's going to L.A. That'd be cool. I, I think some of re- the reason he had a down year is he was coming off an injury. So, you know, that, that could have something to do with it. But, you know, we'll see where he lands. And, you know, let's go into another subject here. I mean, it's the same we, subject. We still, we got, still have major yeah. free agents. Right. But So, I mean, the biggest one that jumps out now that we have Earl Thomas is who else is still there? And the biggest question is going to remain until somebody signs him is Javion Clowney. My question isn't where do you think he's going this week is do you think he's on a team by week four this year? By week four, I would say yes. Yeah. I'd by week yes. one, I was really question. Week one is not going to happen. happen. Yeah. As of today, the as of today, we are two weeks out. You've still got to bubble. You've still got to go get tested. You've still got to make all these protocols and then get into game shape. It's not going to happen. Right. I say week six he plays. I just asked you if you thought he'd be on the team. Well, week. No, he's saying week six, though. He's saying no. Okay. Yeah. No, he's going to say that by week six, he was going to be on a team. No, I said week six, he plays. By week four, he'll be on a team. But I was just piggybacking on what you said. He's going to have to get in game shape and COVID and all that. They're, you know, I don't know. Someone needs to take a, at least a one-year rental. Hopefully, can talk the money down to him. Right. I mean, he's turned down a lot of offers, so he obviously isn't that interested in playing right now. He might just set out the season. Who knows? I mean, a couple more just big names. We're going to get into it. Larry Warford, who's been a solid guard, had a couple down years. He's still a at least a good backup or a rotation lineman because so many teams now use. He can start on a lot of teams, though. Let's just get that straight. Yeah. Tampa Bay, Arizona. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a former first-round pick has battled major injuries the last three years. All right. I mean, you didn't even mention your team. Uh, I don't know what they do he first. He would be a fucking day one starter for the Jets. I don't know. I'm disagree with that. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't disagree with that. <laughs> Josh Gordon getting in on a team this year? Yeah. I mean, weed's legal now. So. <laughs> I mean, he's still going to have to face the suspension. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll turn that around. Suspension. We know Antonio Brown's out the first eight games. Who's going to sign him? Someone's going to, right? By think. Before week eight, here's my two predictions where I think he's going to go those two weeks. 
who can deal with big names like that that have a great culture, great history of dealing with high high name players. Well, he's already been to the one spot. So I can't Seattle Patriots. That's probably my Baltimore. Name. Yep. I'm not Contenders, established quarterback, coaches that know how to deal with players like and they that. They got the money now too with Earl Thomas yep. pointing yep. it out. Um I mean, I could, I could totally see him in Seattle. I, I don't, I don't really like. He worked out with Russell. I don't really. I mean, I know uh, Hollywood Brown is like his nephew or some bullshit or cousin. So cousin or nephew? Yeah, one, one of the two. I'm, I'm not really sure. Don't, don't hold me to it. But I don't know. I don't like that fit there. I think AB personally would be a problem in that locker room. Like he, that's a run based team, and I know the Steelers ran the ball a lot. Don't get me wrong. But AB was the focal point. Like they went to AB. AB is winning. He's happy. He's quiet. Yeah, I don't know. Man. No, that's one thing. No, I know he wants to ball out and eat. But the farther they got in the playoffs before, like they've been started getting hurt, he was quiet. But he was getting the ball. I think he was. They were still winning when they fucking had him and Juju. He got pissed because Juju caught more or had a better season. They went seven and nine that year and missed the playoffs. No, they didn't. They have never been under 500 with fucking... <laughs> they were 8-8. 8-8, eight eight. Eight okay, my bad. But saying. they didn't make the playoffs that year is what right. I'm getting at. But I don't, it doesn't matter to me either way. They didn't make the playoffs because that motherfucker wasn't being a good teammate. Like, he was being a problem. Yeah, he got sent home. Yeah, he was one of the reasons. I mean, they got eliminated before that game started, but they could have won that last game and went 9-7. and seven. There was a scenario where they could have made the playoffs. Yeah, but it was really right after the Colts won, right? Right. Yeah, because yeah, that was the year. Yeah. But... Still, I just I don't like that fit for me personally. That's just me. So, I mean, I love when you're wrong. Yeah. Well, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sign with the team first. So, as of today, we are officially two weeks away from the start of the NFL season. Chiefs, Texans playing. We're starting to get some major injuries going around. Seen that coming? Did we think it was going to be this much of a spike, though? I mean, oh yeah. I mean, I you can go back on the prior podcast. I said that. It's just. It's just they're not in the right fucking shape yet. Like, they're not ramped up, and they're going to go out in these games. And I I don't want to predict a bunch of injuries, but I think they're going to have a rough first four weeks of the season. I wouldn't care about preseason if they would have rushed back a little sooner and had more than these 14 padded practices. Right. That's my issue. You could still have the in-team scrimmage. Yes, it's nice to see other people than you go to against practice every day. It's just I think we needed more than fourteen pad practices if we were going to cancel the whole preseason. And I, I really think you know by week, by week six we're really going to start seeing who the real teams in the league are. I think those first you know four or five weeks, some teams are going to be, and they always feel themselves you know find your identity in those early weeks. But this year more than ever, mm-hmm. I think we're going to have teams trying to find their you know their identity and find out you know. Who their go-to guys are and all that good stuff. So it's it's going to be a weird start. I think to the, the rookies season. will have a big year and play a huge role in this. I think the rookies will take a step back. I think you're going to see defenses be way ahead of the game more than normal. Even though we usually see that the first two weeks, you know, Chicago usually gets off to a good start because of that. Baltimore traditionally does. We're going to see that and running the ball better. So who's got the best offensive line and the best defense this year? Is who's going to get off to a hot start? Colts. No, I'm just joking. But I think I think the I think the Colts are going to get off to a hot start. Personally, I'm predicting that, but it's they're going to fall off later in the year. But hey, 
I I hope this injury shit slows down. Personally, mm-hmm. I I really do, but I just I think it's going to be a rough couple weeks to start the season. Man. Well, speaking of a rough couple weeks, you decided to start this whole entire new segment based off Reeves being the dumb neighbor, which he is. But now we have to listen to his dumb fact every single day. And he walks into this podcast office every week and is the most excited little princess when he walks in because you gave him this segment. Hey, I'm a pretty princess. Okay, guys. It's everyone's least favorite neighbor. It's time for Josh Reeves' fun fact of the day. Alright Reeves, another week, another fun fact of the day. Let's see what you got. Ladies and gents, it's the moment you've been waiting for. Alright, Reeves' fun fact of the day. NFL legend Herschel Walker has multiple personalities. He doesn't remember receiving the Heisman Trophy because another of his personalities was in charge at the time. If anyone knows what that means, he has a multiple personality disorder. That's Reese's fun fact of the day. Boy, oh boy. You just keep setting, you keep setting this bar so high, Reese. God damn it. Reese, go, go, go. Go to the commercial, man. Please. them questions wait traps do you have them questions then we have them answers it's time for the questions of the week well our question of the week this week was you know two great corners you know with Darrell Reeves and Champ Bailey and we you know who you got in that situation Reeves I'm gonna let you start off because I know who you got I I'm gonna go with Reeves Island the guy just how he, look who he shut down when he played in the NFL. Andre Johnson, Megatron, Reggie Wayne, the uh, Randy Burnham. He's a hundred percent on the all paid team. Yeah. I mean, As he deserves. Right. I'm not saying he didn't, but no. I I will actually agree with you. I would take Reeves over Champ Bailey personally. Um even though Champ was a fucking legend. Um it's just what Reeves actually did in that fucking five, six year span. When he was shutting everything down, and then he went to the pay, you know, he went to Tampa Bay and wasn't, you know, quite Him himself. And, and then mm-hmm. he goes to the Patriots, signs that big one year or one well, couple he went to San deal. Francisco first. No, he, didn't. no, it was no, New he went straight to New England after after Tampa Bay and won that Super Bowl, and then he went back to the Jets for a few yep. years, right? Yeah, um, they finished against City. Yeah, see, I don't know, man. When he was on the field for the Jets for the long, he was one of their only weapons they've had in a long time. And then when he went to the Patriots, he solidified that defense and made them elite. So, uh, can't can't really argue for me, Revis. I mean, then I'll just argue for purpose sake. I would originally vote for Revis, and I think if I want that, that one collective dominant year, maybe two if you stretch it. He was still an all-pro for multiple years. Right. But those, those two years, probably 09 and 08, just no one could touch him. Outside of Chad Johnson, burned him a couple times. Randy Moss owned him. Every time he couldn't figure out Randy Moss, uh, T.O. was a little on the downside of his career. But Champ, you have a 12-year period where if he wasn't the best in the league, he was still top three. And you're stretching that over eight to ten years. Could also play safety needed to come down in the box a little more. He could play in zone a hell of a lot better than Revis. Revis mm-hmm. struggled there. So I'm going to take Champ for that reason. You saw that in Tampa Bay when Revis had a play zone. Yeah. His game was awful. It's the same thing with Nani Asimov when he went from the Oakland Raiders over to Philly for that dream team in 2010. Right, and I mean, 
a lot of that's, you know, you can't just take a guy like Revis and just throw him. You know what he's strict. But champ, you could. That's no. That's I, 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 I get what you're saying. Point. I get what you're saying. I'm just saying that's a bad coaching move, like mm-hmm. right there. Like you, you play to your player's strength. That's what good coaches. You do. say that, and most do, but you're still going to be stuck in your ways. Right. Sometimes. Well, I'm just. That's what the greats do. They find a way to win with what they got. So, and that's what champ did on multiple bad teams. Right. So. I mean, I'm right. Let's just go to anchor. Let's just go to anchor. No, it's cool. Time. He right. was on a good team. You want to bone about multiple personalities? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Go All right, here's Anchor. Thanks, Anchor. You know, you've been great to us. The only thing I wish is we could get a little more ratings. You know, our views are up each week. I know that we post joking around that no one listens. We're actually going up and up each week. You know, we can't thank you enough for all the five-star reviews that we've gotten and the multiple subscribers and then your interactions on social media. The only thing else we ask is we are updating an entire new studio. We rented out of some space. We're getting some boom mics and everything to sponsor us so that we can keep Reeves out, the neighbor. We need, you know, if it's a dollar a month, two dollars a month, you can go on the link, just link it to it. Other than that, though, we can't thank you enough. And let's get into some more predictions. People helping people. But we're going to the NFC North first here. And, you know, I, this division was hard for me. I, a lot, you know, this, there's some good fucking teams here, man. I, I, I don't think they're, other than the Lions, and I know a lot of people, not a lot of people, but some people will think they're going to have a decent year. I just don't see it. So I'll start out there. <sighs> That's my worst team in the division. I'm going to start, I got them going four and 12. Okay. I mean, I'm completely fine. I got them going five and 11 as much as I like Stafford. I don't think they have enough pieces on both sides of the ball. And, oh, God, no. God, no, he's no. Smiling. Why is he smiling? I think he's going to have him win the division or something. It's crazy. <laughs> Who's last in the division? I got the Vikings last in the division at 4-12. and 12. I think they take a big step back. They lost Lionel Joseph. They lost Xavier Rhodes. Lionel? Lionel, Lonevall, Loneville, whatever his name is. Linval. Okay, close enough. Jeez. Anyway, besides the fucking point, they, and they also no, lost it is a point. Like, I think they take a step back here. And they will finish last in the division. Okay. Who you got? Go. Oh, you said 5 or 11. All right. Yeah, no, no. Let's just go third in the division. Yeah, Reeves, keep it going. I got the Bears at 8-8 eight and eight in third in the division. Uh, I think they still – I don't think they improved. They still struggle in the quarterback play. You know, I think Trubisky is going to – You hear my chair creeping because I'm completely <laughs> turning it around to you. <laughs> I'm mad. Yeah. But well, Trubisky is um, definitely going to win the job over Foles. I think Foles has been oh, over his whole career. And he leads it to an eight eight record, and he cuts most of it. Have you seen anger management with Jack Nicholson and I have. Goose Fraba? Yeah, don't even talk. I don't care about you. Who's going second in the division, oh, Josh? Yeah. Hold on, you'll get there after after you finish. You got no. Third. What do you have the Lions going? <laughs> I have the Lions going nine and seven this year. I think uh, Stafford, if Stafford stays healthy, they upgrade their defense. Uh, I think with DeAndre Swift coming in, this team's going to surprise a lot of teams this year, and I'm going to be right on this one. I think they can beat the Vikings and the Bears. Um, I think, and I think I'm going on at seven. If Stafford okay. plays the way he did last year, that team is going to make some noise. They he was playing the way he played, and last they were winning losing. Yeah. Well, they got better on defense. Okay. All right. Well. Um, the third in the division, I went with the Bears as well. I got them going nine and seven. 
don't think he's not gonna... coming on next week for these predictions. Okay. Oh yes, we are. It's the AFC South. We're, we're skipping the donations, folks. But um, <laughs> tar and feather. I knew this was gonna happen, but. I got them going nine and seven. I just, I mean, the Bears, they're going to be a middle of the road team. They could easily be a little bit better, but I'm not with Reeves on this. I don't think Trash Bisky is going to be the starter. And Nick Foles, I mean, while he has, you know, his ceiling has shown to be higher than anybody could ever imagine it to be, he's not as bad as you think he is, Reeves. So I don't know. I just, that offensive line still isn't fixed for me. That's my biggest issue with the Bears, and I just think they're going to go 9-7. David Montgomery, I know, got carted off yesterday off the practice. I know it's not going to take forever, but that's a major injury. Right. I think the Bears are going to resemble the Kyle Orton years. And what I mean by that is defense is going to come out strong and early. They're going to dominate. That offense is never going to be able to sustain this year. Trubisky might look great in practice. That scares the shit out of me because then we're probably more likely to see the Nick Foles of the Kansas City Chiefs and the Los Angeles Rams. Great. He's still not a top starter in this league on any team outside of maybe... Jaguars? The Jaguars? Yeah, I mean, Minshew probably beat him out. Minshew already did. No, I'm just saying that. Uh, Yeah, yeah. So I think they're going to fool you. Oh, I, I thought you were talking about Trubisky. Sorry. The Bears <laughs> are going to probably start off 3-1, and 4-1, and 5-2, and two, and they're just going to tail off. They're going to be a hot, darling team, and I think because they're going to have no leadership on offense, and it's going to be Nagy's last year. This team doesn't deserve this much talent and to waste it all the time on quarterbacks, and it's not just the team, it's the franchise, and it's just unfortunate. So I got the Bears going 6-10. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. I'm not mad. I, I, I can see him easily yeah. going 6-10, but I think they're going to win a few games there. But um, at third in the division, I went with the Vikings at also 9-7. and seven. I think they're going to take you know a little bit of a step back. But they're going to be 9-7. and seven. They're, they, they lost a lot on defense. I will give Reeves that. But they also, you know, drafted a few players. They drafted well. So, you know, we'll see, you know, you know big-time Kirk Cousins. Can he win those primetime games? Statistics tell you no. That's we'll see. Because that's where I, I I got them going two and four in the division and finishing right. eight and eight because of it. Yeah, they haven't beat the Bears in the last two years or the Packers. I think he's going to get one of those games at home and he's going to split with the Lions. Right. That's it. If he proves me wrong, I'm all for it. It's right. just I don't think he can get him over that hump. They've got a great running back and Cousins can be good. It just when it matters the most. 90% of the time, he doesn't show up. And, you know, they got that contract issue with Delvin Cook. Is he even going to fucking start the year for him? Either? Oh, yeah, he is. Is he starting the year? Yeah, he's still in practice. Well, and we'll see. We'll, you know. yeah, if he can stay healthy. Well, that's. I mean, I never really want to say that, but, yeah, that is, no, that's, that's why. Yeah. And that's why yeah. I think he's going to play. Right. right so let's, let's switch over to the AFC. Hold on. You got What was your record for the Packers? They're winning the division, obviously. Oh, I got them at 13-3. and three. I think they're going to have the exact same record as last year. I think they're going to look better than last year. I still think they should go after Jadavion Clowney because he's the perfect fit. They need someone to stop the run. Right. The offensive line did take a hook when they lost uh, Bulaga. Yeah. They've got a good – they still got Bacardi, who's one of the best left tackles in the league. They're going to be able to run the ball. They're another year into – Matt LaFleur. LaFleur's offense – and uh-huh. Rodgers is pissed. And I'm sorry, he is one of the most vindictive people you'll ever meet. Like, he right. shuts out family members. 
He is on a mission this year. He is my dark horse to win MVP. I'm saying it now. I like it. I'm yeah. saying it now. I just don't. I don't think he's going to have the opportunities to win the MVP personally. Like they're going to run the ball like they did last year, and he's not going to have as many throws as he needs to have to win MVP. I mean, I get no. In I think my, he's going to have more control over my, this, and he's yeah. going to start getting more mismatch, mismatches, and they they have upgraded receiver. Well, we'll see. <laughs> I, I think they're going to take a little bit of a step back. I still got to win the division, but 11 and five. Um, they can still go 11 and 5 and look better than they did last year. We yeah. knew they were good last year, but they had a weak schedule and we knew they couldn't stop the run. Well, I don't they didn't do much to be able to stop the run still. You said that. Yeah. But there's when they play San Francisco this year and it's fucking 35 <laughs> to Reeves, 14, I don't want to hear a fucking thing about the Packers. I love the Packers, but they they just pissed me off all fucking off season. So good luck to you. Hope Aaron Rodgers kills the whole world. But <laughs> fuck you, Lafleur and Good Coots. <laughs> the Packers go thirteen to three. Let's just kick it to the other division. <laughs> Multiple personalities over there. For no, <laughs> no, I'm just I still don't understand why you don't get the motherfucker wide receiver. Like I they don't got, get it. They got punches. Oh, cool. You know what he did? He no, opted out. <laughs> He fucking opted out, man. He's gone. He ain't coming back. And anyways, who knows if he would have stayed healthy. We won't talk about fucking staying healthy. Jesus Christ. Let's go to the fucking AFC North here. And I got the fucking Bengals still in last place. And I, you know what? I got them going one and fucking 15 again. So I, I, I really, that's all Damn. I got to say. Yeah. I don't fucking like it. They've improved a little bit, but somebody's got to suck, and I think they're gonna. Them and Jacksonville are gonna be the two teams that suck dicks all year. <laughs> so here's to that. I have the Browns finishing last in the division, going six and ten. The Browns are still the Browns. Where they're still shit the things. Yes. going. <laughs> we'll get to there. Oh <laughs> my god. <laughs> I'll try to bring up. All right, go <laughs> ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. There you go. The Browns are still the Browns. They'll. I like Stefanski, but I don't think. Yeah, hey, Baker to, Mayfield, we get it. No, nah, no, nah, big fan of him. <laughs> Obviously. Danny <laughs> Dimes. Yeah, Danny fucking Dimes. 40 fumbles a year. And Trubisky. The yeah. Browns are still the shit stains of the league. They're, everyone's on this hype train. You're a fan of the Jets. You have a Jets hat on a Jets tee. And they're the shit stain? Yes. Until the, most of the last time, the Browns haven't made the playoffs um, like 2002 or something. Yeah, like at least the Jets have been there. Or no, the Daniel Anderson. Anderson. They made it with Daniel Anderson. 2003, I think, or whatever. Derek was. Anderson. Derek, yeah, yeah. No, they, they went 10 and 6 and still missed they it. They didn't make it? Nope. So the last time they made it was with fucking Tim Couch? Yep. Damn. Yeah. No, it's still Derek Anderson. No, they didn't make it that year in 08. Mm. That's good. Anyway, I have the Browns at 6 and 10. I think the diva of Odell gets the best of them again. He's going to go to the sidelines and say, hey, take me somewhere. Browns. Still are the Browns, 6-10. and 10. He was injured last year, man. I don't like, give a fuck. Dude. The Browns suck. They just fucking suck. Okay. Then, your turn. <laughs> Who you got going last in the division, Nick? Jesus Christ. Get the fucking <laughs> mic away from this guy. I got the Bengals going 5-11. and 11. I think they're going to take a step forward. You know, they were going to get their offensive line back a little bit with Jonah Williams coming back, you know, and then their first-round pick. Um Oh, good God. Anyway. Bro. <laughs> yeah. And then they – I thought they would address the offensive line in the second round. No, they go and take Higgins, Higgins yeah. out of Clemson, a big receiver to go alongside with John Ross. Yeah, I like it. You don't know if A.J. Green's going to stay healthy, which you hope he does. And Kyle we know – Yeah. 
or John Ross has been garbage, my bad. Yeah, Tyler Boyd. Auden Tate's been looking good in practice, mm-hmm. so I like that. That it spent some money, you know, DJ Reader from the Texans on defense. Hopefully they get a little better than there. You know, they're starting probably corner safety or slot safety or cor- slot corner is probably getting suspended the first four or six games with <laughs> Mackenzie Alexander. Respect, homie. But I think they're going to take a step forward. I still think they're by far the worst team in this division, though, just because of how tough this division is. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, at third in the division, I got the Browns going nine and seven. I got them as my lat, like they're the last since they added that seventh, you know, uh, playoff team. I got them sneaking into the wild card at number seven. So I stuck on around and just went seven and nine. I feel you. I, I think they'll be improved. They could easily be fucking five, like six and ten. I could see them. But I, I think their range is anywhere from six to 11 wins. And it is. I think Stefanski is going to give them that stability they need to, you know, keep Baker Mayfield grounded, make sure he's, you know, not fucking out there trying to be, do too much. And they improve that, unlike some teams we've been talking about, they improve their offensive line. So I'm banking on that and I'm banking on, I'm not banking on Austin Hooper, <laughs> but he's he's a decent fucking tight end. I can't lie. And they have every way. There's no excuse why the Browns shouldn't win nine fucking games. Or Baker, may, they need to find something else. If Baker can't get it done, yep, this is yeah, this it, is the ultimate is make or break is. year for like, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. We'll see who the you real got two Baker all pro Mayfield running backs, is. two All Pro receivers, two potential All Pro tight ends. One's already an All Pro. You got one. of if not the best defensive end in the entire fucking league. I think this year he becomes the best right. end yeah. in this league. It's, it's right. not, he deserved everything. Keep your helmets on. Yeah. I think he will. Yeah. But yeah. don't, you know, try to fight him when, you know, I don't <laughs> condone the whole ripping off the mask, but like, I mean, I didn't, mind should, had no right. Like he was going to get his ass whooped. I didn't, <laughs> no, that was Mason Rudolph. Oh, it was Rudolph. I didn't mind it personally. Same thing. I like that kind of shit, but. Who you got reasons? I got the Bengals going 7-9 this year. I think that offense is going to shock a lot of teams. They have a lot of firepower. I think besides the tight end position, I think Jared Burrow, who is looking – I know it's just shoulder pads and helmet, but this guy is looking phenomenal right now. With the weapons that he has, with the healthy A.J. Green, um, Tyler hey, Boyd. A.J. Green's not practicing right now. You know that, right? I said with the healthy A.J. Green. Well, you you insinuated that he was healthy. No. Uh, I think – Burrow's going to make some noise, and the uh, I think Bengals will have one to talk about. Lions record again? No, not a seven finish. So we move Bing, on. Uh, Bengals go seven and nine and have a very one of the top offices in the NFL. Bold <laughs> uh, prediction. Uh, second team, you got the Steelers. Then? Steelers all day long. What's their record for you? Uh, leave twelve and four. I got them going twelve and four. I got them going ten and six. They are also a wild card team for me. Same. I think mm-hmm. the defense. I think Roethlisberger has a bounce back year. I think they'll run the ball a little better with Connor, but I mean, I still think I got the Ravens going twelve and four. Also, I got the Ravens at thirteen and three. Fourteen and two for me. So we're all around the same for the Ravens, mm-hmm. and, but Steelers. I mean, I, I think Big Ben's. You know, he's back, but we'll see. You know, I'm banking on Big Ben adding two wins personally, and obviously you guys are banking on him adding four, but. It's just, will we see, you know, the old big man, or what are we going to – is he in shape? I don't know. Like, I'm asking. So, we're, we're going to find out if he's, you know, what he needs to be. 
So, well, I'm glad that's over. So let's get into the six pack of the week, boys. This is the six pack of the week. All right, with the first question, what wide receiver has the most yards in playoff history all time? Like, you know, every game added up. In the playoffs? Yeah. Jerry Rice? Yes. <laughs> no, for once you made it easy. I was like, don't overthink it, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot of times you do overthink it. You're like, yeah, but it's Jerry Rice. Like, right. that's the one position. When like, it's you receiver, jump. you guess Jerry Rice, Rice. And if you're wrong, you you're like, your oh, ball. shit, that's the one record he doesn't right, have. Right, right, I get it. So, here, we're going to go into some little shitty stats here. All right. Which quarterback has the record for most incompletions in a single game? Oh, wow. It's in your lifetime. It's in, like, Ooh. it's a – I didn't think that this quarterback had this record, but it's not one of, like, the top fucking top guys, but oh. it's – Matthew yeah. Stafford? No. You got you to guess? No, I was going to say Tom Brady. It's Josh Freeman. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, I'm just saying, I wouldn't think that he, they would let him throw 33 incompletions. That's damn in That's, <laughs> so, um, That's what Greg Schiano is coached, yeah. too. All right. What is the record for most interceptions thrown in one game by a quarterback? And by one quarterback? And Seven. It's uh, six. It's eight. And it was by Jim Hardy, and he was on the Chicago Cardinals in 1950. But seven is a very large, like there's a large number of quarterbacks <laughs> that have thrown seven. All right, what team holds the record for most drop passes in a single game? What team? Yeah, with 28 drops in one game. I'm gonna go with the Bucks. Just I'm going bad history. You're going with the, you're gonna try to jump on that 33 incompletions bandwagon. Is that where you're going with that? Isn't this just I'm gonna go Dreamsicle. Well, when when did drop passes uh, become a stat though? Too it it's little. It's not. It's later than you think. But go ahead. Who do you think it is? Chargers. Bengals. Miami Dolphins. Oh, I mean, no. they haven't had receivers in fucking. They have had one good receiver right now, but. Mark Clayton's the last one. I remember that was halfway <laughs> decent. No, I mean, they had fucking Jarvis Landry for a little while. You know, they got steroid David Boston, you know, all, all that. But, yeah, but he was better in <laughs> Arizona. Joking. Yeah, he was. The, Ra- the Raiders in 2016 set the record for most penalties in a single game. About How that. many did they have? 26. Uh, 21. 23. Split. You had it if the other team accepted all the penalties. They had, I, they I had remember hearing that like every year. Had, I thought I could have sworn it was. They had three penalties that were right. declined on. I'm taking a half point for that. 200, <laughs> 200 yards of penalties God. in that game. What a fucking record. And in 1966, Jim Backen of the Cardinals set the game or set the record for most missed field goals in one game. How many did he miss? Eleven. Seven. Six. Damn. They pulled so, this like shout five. out <laughs> shout out to Jim Backen. He'll probably never be mentioned again in football history. He's probably dead. But right. yeah. rhymes with Eric Warmoth. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. But um Tune in next week, guys. We're going to be doing the AFC and NFC South divisions. We're going to be wrapping up, and we're going to be unveiling one of our new uh, segments. What are the odds? We're going to have Joey Bulls joining us for that. 
He's going to give you three bets to go with. Yeah, fuck for the Joey. Season. We got someone else doing and, it too. Yeah, well, I was going to get to that as well. Okay. And we got Zach Batson joining us for some fantasy updates and get you guys going for it. All right. Just get out of here. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Or-